Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. I hope that you're doing well today, but I want to tell you, I woke up this morning on fire for the Lord. Uh, you know, some days God will get you up. It is not the fact that something has happened, but I have great expectations for the day. I believe God is going to do something today for somebody who has been waiting for God to do this for them for a long time. And God gave me a word. First, I was going to talk about the unjust judge. But today, God told me to talk about the fiery furnace. And we're going to talk about what it is to be in a hot place. And when you're in a hot place, how do you deal with being in a hot place? This is mean when your life is online because of your faith. This means that when what you're thinking about and hoping that God would do for you, when it seems impossible, when people count you out and don't know that God is going to do something for you or you feel that you might be insignificant in a situation or circumstance but I want to tell you that whatever you need God can do for you and I want to let you know whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind he loves you with an everlasting love so I'm excited today to talk about this fiery furnace and I'll be reading from the NIV this morning I'll be reading from the book of Daniel chapter 3 and we're going to talk about you know sometimes as believers when we go through we have to face oppositions and things that come at you to destroy you to knock you down but let me tell you something God is a good God let me tell you this little tad bit testimony about you're not alone podcast this podcast was started in August of 2020 and now we in 2021 but when it started out it just started out as a thought from God but today it's no longer a thought it's serving the purpose and, and it's serving the purpose because it's reaching people in other words and sometimes you know when God is going to use you you don't know what God is going to take you and take you to uh, at the end of the day you know when I had thought about starting this podcast it was due to the death of my son, Daniel, that this podcast even started, started about because I knew that there were people who felt alone and didn't know what to do in their circumstances. But God had put enough word in me to share with the world. And so today, I'm going to share the word with the world and let you know that whatever you go through, whatever trials and tribulations that you go through, that God would be with you in that fiery furnace. And so I'm excited to talk about this because this was something that I wasn't planning on talking about. But God said, this is what I need to talk about. And you know, and like I said, this podcast started in August of 2020, but now it's, it's grown. And I just wanna you know, like I said, I started in 2020, just started acknowledging the places where we've been so far. And today we got a new member that you're not alone family. And like I always say, whatever's on your heart and mind, is on God's heart, man. And so, you know, I want us to welcome the state of Alabama uh, for that person who's listening to the word of God. They're part of this family, this family of you are not alone. And as I said, I want to give honor to those who listen in the state of Illinois, in South Carolina, in New York, in Pennsylvania, those in Wisconsin, in North Carolina, in California, and for those who listen in the country of Spain, 
in Russia, in Iran, in the United Kingdom, Canada, and Belgium. See, this is the wonderful work and powers of God. What God can do if he has one person willing to just take a chance and believe that God can use them. And see, and that's what happened with me. God just put in my heart that I need to do this. And it took faith because guess what? Uh, I didn't know the outcome. Didn't know that this was going to happen. That God was going to take these messages and send them throughout the world. And you know, and like I said uh, in the last podcast, that on March 19th, for this podcast, You're Not Alone Family, March 19th is going to be our universal day of prayer. To pray for all these places where that's hand to work. Because I believe God is a universal God. That God is in control of everything. And so one thing about this podcast, you see how God is spreading us out into territories. And see now, we are praying for those lands, in other words. So I'm excited today to celebrate with you the goodness of God and talk about this fiery furnace. Because today, somebody's in a fiery furnace. And they're looking for a way out. And somebody had told them that when they got into trouble, that they wouldn't get in trouble as believers. Because that's not the case. Let me tell you something. The gospel is direct. God said, he'll be with you in the fire, the floods, and the storm. So whatever comes your way, God is going to be there. But you have to know that you are loved by God. That he loves, so, loves you so much that he will fight for you. He will show up for you. This invisible God will show up out of nowhere. In other words, and be seen by others. Because what we're going to find out in this fiery furnace, that God shows up in the fire. Not outside the fire, but inside the fire. And this is what this represents, that God is with you in the struggle. But you know how we do it. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. That's my centerpiece. I believe that with all my heart that you can never be in a situation, a circumstance that God is not with you. That God doesn't care. Because this is the, the myth and the lies that people put out. Oh, he's not real. He don't care. He won't let you go through these certain things. If God loves you, he wouldn't have you go through those things. But as you can see, even in the very beginning of Genesis, God was with Adam and Eve. He gave them strict warnings what not to do. And we know that because of temptation and because of reasoning, they fail. Reasoning is something that happens when you begin to doubt what you didn't hurt. See, Satan was able to convince Eve to reason with inside her mind. Did God really tell me the truth? Did he lie to me? Is he withholding something from me? This is what the purpose of the enemy is, to distract you. To keep you from believing in what God has said in his word about you. That you are perfect. And the reason why make you perfect because you have perfection dwelling in you. Every day you get up, you have the Holy Spirit in you. So you can look in the mirror and say, I got perfection in me. You have perfection in you. Every day. Even when you feel imperfect, perfection is around you as a believer. Perfection is with you. Always. But you know how we do it before we start? We open up in prayer. Let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, God, I'm excited for the day. I'm excited for the word that you put in my heart, Father, 
to talk about the fiery furnace that you with us father when things are going terrible when it seems like that we're going to fall in defeat that you're right there to help us to give us guidance to give us peace to give us hope and inspiration father i pray father for the poor father and i pray father for those who are right now who are outside in the cold who don't have a place to stay father i pray that you bless these people father that you would turn their circumstances around father i pray father for the family who don't know how they're going to feed their children how they're going to pay their rent how they're going to pay their car note how they're going to just make it through the next day father but this day father you say don't be concerned about tomorrow but this day father there's enough glory and there's enough miraculous power in you, Father, to take this situation and turn around. Turn around for them, Father. For those who are waiting for you for all kind of answers, Father. Whether it's financially, whether it's medical, Father. And for those who are incarcerated, Father, that when they do get out, Father, that you let people get them second chances and true opportunities, Father, to redo their lives, Father, in your glory, Father, and magnify you, Father. I just thank you, Father, and I just pray, Father, that you would bless your people that they will see you in a fiery furnace. Like I see you, God, that you're right there in the midst of this fiery furnace with your people, God. Boy, God, I love you. God, I love you, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. As you can tell, I'm on fire. I'm pumped up today because I woke up with expectations today that God is up to something great, and he's going to do something great, that he's going to take someone's situation and turn it around for them, that he's going to give them just... Blessings after blessings. I know that we're dealing with COVID. I know you're stressed out by wearing these face masks or, or, or you want the vaccination, but it seems like you ain't going to get it just yet. But let me tell you, this God that we serve, he's in control. He's in control of everything. He will not leave you nor forsake you. You know, he will not let you be moved. Remember, you serve a God who doesn't sleep. He doesn't slumber. He doesn't get tired. He's always readily available. All you got to do is call on his name. And this is what Peter did when he walked on water, when he began to sing. He said, Jesus, save me. And then he said, and the gospel said, and immediately he stuck forth his hand and saved him. Just call on his name today because his name had just as much power as it did back then. And so, you know, I just wanted just to share that with you because we're going to talk about this fiery furnace. You know, uh, this is, you know, this is really powerful because sometimes you have to make a stand on your faith because this is what these guys going to do. They have no expectations from God that God is going to do anything for them. They didn't care about that. But one thing they weren't going to do, they weren't going to bow. They weren't going to surrender to no false deity. They knew that there was only one God, and that was Jesus' whole purpose of his ministry, to prove that there was only one God, and that God was his Father. And so, as we get ready to dive into this, I just want to tell you that I love you, and you're not alone. And if you have any prayer requests, please send them in so I can pray for you, and believe that God to take your circumstances and flip it around, that he would give you insight that he would give you courage, that he would bless you. 
I'm just excited to talk about God. Okay. King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of, a, of gold 90 feet high and 9 feet wide and set it upon on the plains of Dura in the providence of Babylon. He summoned the sand traps, the perfect, the governors, the advisors, the treasures, the judge, the magistrates, and all the other provincial officials to come to his dedication of this image. And he set up so that the sand trappers, the perfect, the governors, the vice, the treasures, the judge, the magistrate, and all other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before it. Then the hurl loudly proclaiming, this is what you have commanded to do, O people, nations, and men of every language. As soon as you hear the sounds of the horns, the flute, the zither, the lyrics, the harps, the pipes, and all kind of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Wow, that's a lot right there, right? So now this is, this is the backdrop. Now, Israel, because of disobedience, God allowed Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian nation to take them into exile. But what Nebuchadnezzar didn't understand, that he thought that he brought them to him. But he didn't realize that it was God who gave them to him. But what he didn't know, that he wasn't going to get away with putting his hands on God's people. Because God was going to use the nation of Israel, first of all, to shake the whole world, to let them know that there was one God on the earth. Because at this time, Babylon is the most powerful nation on the face of the earth. And little Israel was something that they conquered, or they thought they conquered. But God was going to use Israel to bring down Babylon. See, sometimes what God would do, it appeared that God is doing one thing, and then God is doing another thing. Remember, like God is love. God loves Israel. This is his chosen people. It appears that God is punishing them for their disobedience, which he is. But God loves them enough to say, I'm going to bring you back to me. See, when when God loves you, he has a way to bring you back to him. And so he's going to bring them back to him because of their disobedience. But also he's going to use them to be light in a dark nation. This is the God that we serve. He's going to use Israel to bring light into a dark nation who don't know him. Because once you know the true living God, you know what you do? You stand on his principles. You stand on his word. Regardless of what you see, you're going to believe that God can do what he said he can do, and he can do it. He can do whatever we ask. This is, this is the God that we serve. But these guys know this, and they in exile, and they don't give up on God, even being in exile, even with Nebuchadnezzar being over them in the physical realm. But see, there's an unseen realm where God lives. 
there's an unseen realm that's more real than the seen realm. And these guys know it. They're not, they're not amazed by this thing. But this self-glorification that Nebuchadnezzar set up for himself, that he wants to be a god, because he don't understand that that God that gave him Israel was the real God. And it's not the fact that he don't know about it, because if you read in Daniel chapter 1 and Daniel chapter 2, you'll understand that he has already knowledge of the true and living God. But guess what? I'm going to self-exhort myself in this. And this is what he does. He self-exhorts himself. He makes himself to be something greater. Think, God, let me tell you something. Never let yourself get so big that you can't realize that God is greater than anything. Don't ever think that you're greater than a person or another person. Don't ever judge a person because of where they're at in their circumstances. Don't do that. So, you know, I just want to let you know that the God is a loving God and a capable God. Remember this, whatever's on your heart and mind's on God's heart, man. And he loves you. Remember, like this is how you know God loves you. We have the most beautiful uh, scripture you can find in John 3.16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You know, in other words, God loved us enough to say, I'm going to let my son pay for your sins. Because I want to be with you. I want to love you. I, I want to be with you in the struggle because this is what's going on in Daniel chapter 3. He's going to be with them in the struggle. They don't know God is going to show up. They're just going to just stand on what, the, what, what they know about God, being faithful. Even in exile, they believe that God is faithful. And so let's go on. Let's go to verse 6. Whoever does not fall down in worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. Therefore, as soon as they heard the sounds and the horns, the flute, the zithers, the lyrics, the harps, and all kind of music, all the people, nations, and men, every language fell down and worshipped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Did you hear that? That he had so much fear. He put so much fear in the people that they were afraid. As soon as they heard it, they fell down and worshipped. Because they didn't want their lives taken. They didn't want to die. Because they had to believe that this image, when they hear the music, they had to fall down and worship a false god. Remember, God is not seen in a statue. God is not seen on the wall in your house. God is not seen in a photograph. God is invisible. No one has never seen the image of God. But we know that he's real because we feel him in the heart. And that we know that he loves us. This is the thing that God wants us to see. God doesn't want us to look at an image of some statue. Some imperfect person. God wants to remain invisible. But he wants to be seen visible in your life. He wants to walk with you. He wants to travel the roads with you. He wants to be there for you. He wants to love you. He wants to do all these wonderful things for you and remain anonymous. Did you know that God wants to re remain anonymous? He don't, want, he don't want no 
He don't want no glory. He don't want no recognition. He just want to remain anonymous. He wants just to be that person that you just look up and smile and say, who is that? You know, uh, I, you know, you know, I'm old. because I'm going to talk about the long ranger. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mythical uh, cowboy person who walks around and he rides and no one really knows who he is, but he has a silver bullet that he carries. And once people see the silver bullet, they realize that that was the long ranger. This, the, you know, the, the premise of this long ranger is that he doesn't take no glory for himself. He wears a mask. He rides a white horse. He has an Indian as a companion, but he doesn't want no one to know his name or who he is. He wants to go about doing good. This is what God does. God does this all, all the time. He don't want he don't know he, he wants you to know who he is, but he don't want you to to put him on your wall and say, "Hey, there go God right there." He wants to live with inside your heart and your mind. Whatever's on your heart, man, is on God's heart, man. I just come to tell you today, if you're dealing with depression or depression, or just, just, just can't handle it, understand that he's there in the fiery furnace. This is the mess that God woke me up this morning with, to talk about the fiery furnace. And the fiery furnace just means that whatever you're going through, he's, he's going to be there. And check this out. Now, this is verse 8. At this time, some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews they said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You have issued a decree, O king. Everyone who hears the sounds of the horns, the flute, the zither, the lyrics, the harps, and the pipes, and all kind of music must fall down and worship the image of gold. And that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blaze of furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the providence of Babylon, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, O king. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold. See, understand this, man. I told you that God is using Israel to be light in a dark nation. And so I want you to understand, in this situation, it seemed like these people are talking about Israel and they're talking about them in other words hey these there's some people some Jewish people from Israel who will not do what you say king and you gave them position over us and so this is what they're trying to do they're trying to incite a riot see sometimes some people allow on you to incite a riot and so but th these three men that Daniel is writing about remember Daniel is the author of the book of this and, you know, and, and Daniel's telling this story about what happened to his friends. And, but these people who come against them don't realize they're coming against God. So sometimes you can be fighting, fighting against God. Don't even know you're fighting against God. You don't even realize that you're fighting against God. And so, but God is going to get the glory. Understand this. God always gets the glory. Even in the midst of the fiery furnace. Because God is going to bring this king who's so self-absorbed, who makes this big statue image of himself, that to be glorified above God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. You got to understand this, that God is all-powerful. God is in control. 
I'm so happy and excited to talk about this. And just to talk about God. And, and, and we're going to go back to verse 10. He said, you have issued a decree, O king, that everyone who hears the sound of the horns, the flute, the zithers, the lyrics, the hops, the pipes, and all kind of music must fall down and worship the image of gold. And that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the fairs of the providence of Babylon, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, O king. They neither serve your God nor worship the image of gold you have set up. See how time about inciting the wrath? Now this, now, this is what happened in verse 13. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summons Adrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. It's starting to get good, right? It's starting to get good. Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my God or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horns, the flute, the zither, the lyrics, the harps, the pipes, and all kind of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image, I made very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? See, he said, hey, ain't no God going to rescue you from my hand. See, he's declaring himself great in this the, the, this invisible God that I'm talking about because God is going to get the glory in this whole thing and it appears like right now that these guys are standing before a king of Babylon this guy is all powerful the most powerful man on the face of the earth and they're not being disrespectful understand this they're just believing in what they believe in they're just holding fast to what they know is true they're not trying to argue. They just believe and trust in God and what God can do. Hope that you're excited today because I'm excited. Expectation. So check this out. Then it goes on to say this. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into a blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from your hands, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. They wasn't, like I said, they weren't trying to be argumentative. They weren't trying to be defiant. They just was loving their God and believing what they were raised up on. That God is God and God is who he is. Just want you to know that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. You're not alone. That God loves you. God cares about you. I just want to share the word with you. Because God is fighting with you. When you don't think that he's fighting with you. When you're feeling bogged down and beat down. When you feel like that it's not working. God is working in the midst of your, your pains and tribulations. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude towards them changed. And he ordered that the furnace be heated seven times harder than usual, and commanded some of his strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to throw them into a blazing furnace. 
So that these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound and thrown into a blazing furnace. See, this king got so mad that he took this oven and said, heat it up seven times. He got the strongest people that he could because guess what? It was about his, his power being invincible and had them bound and tied and put on all these clothes. But God is going to get the glory, y'all. I want you to know this. If you're in the fiery furnace today, God is going to get the glory with you. And he's with you right now in the fiery furnace. The king command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. You hear that? It seemed like that even the people that bound them was bad. The strong people. And God was just letting the world know that he's stronger than anything that comes against you in the natural. You have to know that God is stronger than anything that comes against you in the natural. This is the, what he wants you to see. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisor, were not there three men that were tied and threw into the fire? The reply, certainly, O king, he said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like the son of God. Jesus is in the fire with you. So today, if you feel you're in a fiery furnace, understand he's with you. This is the message that God has given me to talk about today. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the servant of the Most High, come out. Come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. And the satraps, the perfect, the governors, the royal advisors crowned around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar praised the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who had sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defiled the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship. And God accepted their, accept their own God. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and their house be turned into a pile of rubble. For no other God can say in this way. Now remember like this. Jesus came on the, on the day of Pentecost. Peter said that men must be re, repent in the name of Jesus and be saved. So this is a foreshadow of Christ. So let's look at that again. And he says this, Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who says anything against the God of Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into a pile of rubble. For no other God can save in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Let me tell you, there's nothing that God can't do. God is in control. So if you today, you feel like that you can't make it, that you can't go on, understand this God that you serve is capable to 
to be any living image or any person that think that they are greater than God. So I'm going to close and pray. Oh, precious Father, I just thank you, Father, for your word. I pray, Father, that your word would penetrate people's hearts all around the world, that they would know that if they're in the fiery furnace, that you are with them, that you're not going to leave them nor forsake them, that you're going to fight with them, and you're going to get the glory like you did over Nebuchadnezzar, that he decreed that you are the only God, and that you put Israel in Babylon to be like to a dark nation. God, I love you, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to say whatever's on your heart and mind. That God loves you. Remember the University of Prayers, March 19th. Be in prayer with me that God would bless this world. I want to tell you that I love you and I appreciate you. I thank you for listening to the show. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.